I am so excited for yet another epic Rebel Radio conversation with my new friend, Timmy. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to have this chat with you. And then let's see what comes up. I've got a really good feeling about this chat today. So thank you. Absolutely. Dive <laughs> so before we went live, you and I were vibing in the numbers and I shared a little bit about your numerology, just a taste test. And I am really curious to know what was one of your biggest ahas or takeaways from that mini reading? I really love that how you you talked about that obviously with with my date of birth I have a lot of the energy that reflects in the mind area and that is definitely mm -hmm. describes me as well that I use my brain a lot and even like my hobbies are related to using my mind and my brain and I like to live inside my mind too much so when I do tend to overthink things I don't always know how to sort of outlet or output that energy and then the couple of these that you gave me were so kind of mind opening as well. I didn't think about it, just a bit of movement, like a physical movement would help me shift that energy from the mind and all the way to the emotional body as well. So yeah. thank you so much again for that. I'm definitely going to maybe go for a, a little walk around <laughs> a bit later on today as well, just to Beautiful. shake off these energies. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And you know, that's one of the things that I love about numerology is that it gives you practical things you can do to leverage your chart, right? We were born when we were born, but yeah. these little pieces, you're like, oh, if I just did that, my life would be easier <laughs> yeah it's like why they not actually teaching this kind of stuff in school or or when you're you know in, even preschool and and when you are really open to these kind of uh, aspects as well because as I think as we are growing older all of these sort of social conditioning and everything that surrounds us kind of cuts off these uh, intuitive uh, knowledge that we actually have stored in us so I think it would be really good to educate people as young as you can around these, uh, <laughs> these Absolutely. solutions. Absolutely, yes. And Joy, Joy, my business partner, and I are passionate about teaching people numerology just for that reason. So yeah, I love that. So tell us a little bit about who you are. Okay, so how much time we have? <laughs> <laughs> right? no, okay, I, I'll give you the short story. So I, in a nutshell, I would definitely describe myself as someone who is highly impact-driven. So even... When I was a kid, I always felt that I'm here for a reason and I'm not here just to grow up, uh, get a job and then die. And that's it. Like I always felt this this major drive and I could never put my finger on it until I really started deeping, uh, sort of diving deep into my, my own mind as well and understand things on a, on a deeper spiritual level. That What is it that I want to be doing? So I'm definitely the person who's who's the one who takes action. So I've done a lot of different things in my life. I, I lived in many different countries as well. I had many, many different jobs in my career. That comes down to my date of birth as well, obviously, as we yep. <laughs> chatted about this earlier. <laughs> so definitely I'm the person who's hungry for change to see, to see society and humanity evolve into the right direction and into a better sort of direction because as you can see as well, there's a major shift that's happening and I love to be actively taking part in that shift and, and helping other people as well to, to move forward and not get stuck in where they are. So definitely one of, one of those uh, rebelling kind of characters that <laughs> I'm not going to get in line. Definitely not. Yes, my kind of human. I love it. I love it. <laughs> So what do, who do you serve the most in the world? Like what, what is it that you do for your, your work? 
Yeah, so a couple of years ago, I had this aha moment that uh, I had a really strong business background previously, and, and I had a lot of knowledge around marketing and business development. And I kept on thinking, how can I use this for the greater good, for, for something that is actually create a positive impact out there? And I'm also madly crazy and passionate about my own spiritual development and yeah. the whole sort of connectedness around and, and us and the consciousness in general. So... I had this aha moment finally that I can just combine these two and I can serve the spiritual community with my business knowledge. So that's what I did a couple of years ago. I, I shifted into a, a spiritual business mentor role. So I'm only now working with people who are healers, coaches, change makers, light workers, star seeds, all the, the fun bunch out there who are actually actually care about our world and they want to make our, our world a better place but they are really lacking the basic business knowledge. And mm -hmm. most, of, most of the time what I see that they really struggle and they actually become overwhelmed, they feel stressed out and, and they actually lose their own alignment because of that lack of knowledge that comes with becoming an entrepreneur. So that's what I decided to do, that I'm, I'm on a mission to, to support this community that are actually needing this kind of knowledge the most and not the big corporations that already have the resources for that but people who are real change makers out there but they don't know how to make a living out of obviously what they are actually meant to be doing and and doing it in a way that allows them to still just be themselves and, and be authentic mm -hmm. so oh. that is so super powerful. fulfilling. <laughs> yes, I love that. And, you know, uh, being someone who works with coaches and healers and spiritual mm -hmm. teachers myself and helping them support business, I think what I noticed the most is that there's still this old school marketing mentality that you need to do it my way. There's this cookie cutter way of doing business online and it, oh, it makes me sick. It's because really bad we're meant to do business our way and dance yeah. to the beat of our own drum. And I find that so many healers, coaches, they get caught up in the noise that's out there thinking I should be doing that. I should learn that. And so they go and spend all their money on all these courses and oh, yeah. then still feel stuck. Especially, I think, especially coaches are a lot more affected because of that, because even within the coaching community, there's this sort of a, I don't know, expectation in a way that as a coach, you're meant to be scaling up to, I don't know, six figures in 10 days by doing nothing or something. And th these, these growth hackers out there, they're really exploiting, unfortunately, these kind of people, coaches and healers, because the way they are actually doing their own marketing it is very attractive because you're like, oh, I can do this. This is great. No, you cannot do it. As a coach or a healer, that's not your thing. And you're not meant to be doing it. There are methods out there that work really well for more traditional industries or maybe product-based industries but the audience that coaches and healers are targeting and, and you can probably back me up on this as well that they can see through the bs they they're not going to buy in the marketing tactics and the sleazy sales methods and all of that they will fear you they will intuitively know that you are just trying to rip them off and make a quick uh, quick box on them so that's the big reason why it doesn't work so yeah please if you are watching listening do not fall for those growth hacks right? at all yeah everything's vibration and if you are out there trying to manipulate or trying to work the system just for the almighty dollar trust me i have been there i tried it it does yeah. not fucking work Nope, not at all. <laughs> oh my gosh. It works for a shorter, but that, that doesn't actually have any, any sort of long-term good benefits for it because it will come back and bite you in the butt. Absolutely. <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. So I asked this question of every guest on the show. And as we we're just speaking about vibration, it feels like the perfect lead in. 
and everyone has a different definition. So I want to know how you define unity consciousness. I definitely feel that it's a bit of a cause and effect for me when we, we talk about like, how are we all connected together, that whatever I'm thinking and whatever I'm feeling, that will have the sort of vibrational outlet, like it will transmute into energy around me, which will then transmute to the, the next person around me who then goes away and then passes it on and, and it's so on and so forth. So we are basically kind of like a big sponge <laughs> together <laughs> and we absorb each other in a way. So I think if you, if you start becoming a little bit more conscious about what am I doing and, and how, how my actions are going to actually have an impact on people around me because I'm not only having an impact on people around me but when they go away it keeps on growing and growing and growing until I'm actually just by me having a bad day and maybe being rude to someone in the in the shop and, and just not being patient enough or, or nice to them that can trickle down all the way to somewhere down at the other side of the world because they might call their mom I don't know leaving Fiji and they're going to be rude with them and then it's a it's a it's a whole on the whole on effect. So in my in my view, that's what I would say that even if someone who isn't spiritually aware or not questioning themselves, if you're looking at it from a sort of scientific perspective as well, that's your answer. Whatever you are doing, all of your actions will have an impact on someone else. So mm. you might as well take a step back and, and figure out how can I become a little bit better so I'm not screwing people over who are actually right. near me, right? Yeah, I love that. It's the ripple effect of like you yeah. throw a rock in the, in the lake and it just ripples out, right? And just the simple thing of smiling at the cashier at the grocery store exactly. can have such a massive impact on their kids and their family. And as that ripples out, then the kids go to school. They're not mm -hmm. bullying people. It just becomes this massive ripple of impact. I love Exactly. Yeah. I got shivers as well. As Me we too. <laughs> I love loving these energies. So, good. so what kind of rituals or habits do you have in place for yourself to keep you um, connected to unity consciousness? So as we, we chatted before we went live, uh, you described me really well that I am very much in my mind a lot. So I actually use that to my advantage to, to help me ground myself as well. So I, over the years of a lot of trial and errors, I figured out finally how to actually use it to my advantage. Mm -hmm. So I, I love journaling. That's one of my, my easiest ways or, or the, the quickest ways for me personally to, to do that and, and really figure out okay, what's happening and, and what is it that I actually want to create and, and how am I making an impact around me? So journaling is a big thing I've got behind me, maybe you can see, but around 15 notebooks from the last few years and they all have these different kind of... Uh, Theme. So I have one that is more about like my creative sort of uh, outcome or, or writing that, that comes through me, maybe even not even sometimes me coming or, or talking, but it's all that connectedness that actually is um, channeling through. But then I have the, the personal sort of uh, like a checker to, to look at my milestones and then I can reflect back to see how did I evolve over the years, maybe how how else I need to improve myself to make sure that I'm having a positive impact on others around me. And mm -hmm. I I have like an annual exercise that I do every year, which is sort of the end of the year, beginning of the year. So I would read back my sort of uh, yearly goals and, and, and desires that I wanted to achieve that year and really reflect and look at just how much I went through, how I transformed and what sort of impact I actually made on people around me. And that helps me to then decide, okay, how do I want to then uh, make a bigger impact on the community that will help them move forward in the right direction? So journaling, I think it's such an easy tool that everyone has access to and you don't have to study it or you don't have to get confused in it and especially if someone who's 
you know, if someone's watching and they're a bit like me, that they love to think and they love to play with words, then journaling, I think, is a really great way. At least it works for me. And uh, yeah. it's a form of meditation as well for me. That's, that's when I can really get lost in the moment when I just grab it. And I write old school, pen and paper. Like, that's the best way of doing it. <laughs> just yeah, there's a kinesthetic connection to the actual physical writing, right? Yeah. yeah. I love so, that you distinguish that, that it works for you. Because mm. each and every one of us, different charts, different numerology, you know, some yeah. people love to journal, some people don't. And it's interesting because I am on the mental plane as well, but journaling is not my go-to. <laughs> yeah. I would prefer to meditate or go for a walk or something like that to move my body. But we each have our different rituals. For somebody who maybe has not journaled before or who's wanting to journal and kind of struggling with where to go, I'm curious where do you come up with the questions that you ask yourself in your journaling process? That's a re I love this question. It's a really good one because it just kind of, I just, I just thought it was obvious probably because I have been journaling for so long. <laughs> so yeah. It's good that you're, you're pointing it out that obviously we are not on the same path or the same part of our journey. So yeah, definitely I would, I would go into a bit of a meditative mindset straight away. First of all, just to become a little bit more, present in the moment and just really try to calm down that noise that is going through our minds all day yeah. long that really helps me to just allow those little inner voices to bubble up and then really yeah. start paying attention to our our real voice that is supposed to be the real us and not just chitter chatter that goes through our, our brains so anything that allows you to just calm yourself down a little bit either if it is a meditation or you drink the tea or you do some yoga whatever that is again whatever works for you for mm -hmm. me I, I like to sort of consciously shut down that noise in my mind the, the way I do it and I learned it when I was a, a sort of a teenager when I was having all these thoughts in my mind yeah. I like to visualize things so I actually would imagine before I would go to sleep and I, if I wanted to really quiet down the noise I would imagine myself being inside my brain and inside my brain looked like this major dashboard kind of like a spaceship with all these you know buttons and everything and um, on the side of all these flashing buttons there would be like one sort of like a lever that you had to just go shut down and <laughs> I would and I still do it sometimes it's such an easy way to help mm -hmm. yourself and guide yourself to get into that state of mindset when you are a little bit okay calmer and then the the noise goes a bit quieter and, and eventually it fades away yeah. it helped me and I just and now, like, because I've been using it for so long, I don't have to envision the whole scenario that little me is inside my brain and going into the spaceship. <laughs> but now I can just see the that sort of uh, lever that I just pulled yeah. down. Yeah. Um, that's, I that's love that. I can just Try picture it. that, like, going into your, into your own brain. <laughs> that's so cute. I love that. <laughs> it was an easy way and then again this came to me because I allowed it to came to me so I, I I didn't read about this or no one told me this thing but I was I was a teenager I was young and I just followed that intuitive voice that was coming through me and I think that's the key there that you need to pay attention to your body first of all like what mm -hmm. does your body want and really fine-tune yourself with your your real self because you are in a body for a reason so the body is going to signal you certain things and it will guide you towards the the directions like what you need to be paying attention to for me it was my brain it was directing me to my brain <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I love that so I mean we kind of 
touched on this a little bit at the beginning of the show in that we are going through a paradigm shift in this very mm. moment, right? And we're experiencing that in the chaos in the world, but also seeing the awakening of so many humans. And I'm curious how you see that, how we let go of some of our old patterns in business as entrepreneurs and how we step into the new paradigm with this unity consciousness mind frame and yet still be 3D business owners. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely not an easy step forward and that's perfectly normal. That's how it's supposed to be because as you said, it's a major shift yet you are leaving something behind, the old you, the old business, the old ways behind. So if if someone is going through something similar and they are struggling to do it, that's, that's okay. So first of all, don't get frustrated. It's okay if, you do, if you're not able to do it for the first trial or even the second attempt. It, it's, it's okay as long as you make some kind of progress. But definitely the easiest way or maybe the, one of the simplest ways is really creating the sort of not the pros and cons, but kind of in a way that realizing like this is what we have been doing up until this point. Is it working now? Yes or no? No. We are going to have to throw it out. And, and you need to be mixing a little bit of your intuition with uh, the sort of rational mind as well to help you realize that yes it is a business that you are running but the way that you can do this successfully with adapting to the new shift is allowing your real self to come into play when you are in your business because if you do that if you are starting to focusing on the right things meaning your customers and the, the service that you are providing and the impact that you are having on them with your service or your product you will realize that identifying what needs to be let go of will be a lot easier because you will get the feedback from people around you that I really love what you're doing because you are not trying to sell me anything for no reason, but you understood what I wanted. This is a way of, of, of realizing that people are paying attention to one another more often mm -hmm. now that, you know, I was when I was a, a chief executive officer, I, I hated that that person I become in the end because I had to portray to be someone that I really wasn't. And I was I loved the job and I loved everything else around it. But it hit me later down the line that I was not myself. I was not authentic. I had to play this tough woman who was negotiating these big deals. And I was like, that's not me. Like, this is me, the, 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 the fun person who's all in like talking about spirituality and vibration. Like, that's what I want to be doing in my business. Yeah. So. If someone is going through that, they really need to understand that the sort of consumer market out there is now craving the realness, is craving authenticity. People had enough of the illusion. People had yeah. enough of the everything is perfect. You can do everything you want. No, like show them the reality. Show them your, your vulnerability. Show them your failures. Show them the mistakes you made as a business owner. Or if you made a mistake with the customer, shit happens you know it's nothing wrong with it if you if you made a mistake with a customer and they're unhappy just be genuine and, and be empathetic and, and try to put yourself into their shoes and then you will come up with a better solution so from a business perspective this is probably the simplest ways to start transitioning focus on the customer first and everything else will will come forward in in the right way basically because then the intention is now on how do I make a, a positive difference by running a business? Or is my business even serving a community? Is my business making any kind of positive contribution to my local community or to the environment or to my industry even? So you don't even have to think big. You can just look at maybe what is your industry? Am I making a, a difference in my industry? Am I making things better for my peers and coworkers or my team? That's mm -hmm. a big one. 
you know yeah. people tend to forget about their teams <laughs> yeah. i love that so much and you know it's so for so long we've been taught to keep our intuitive self separate from our business mm -hmm. that we just have to focus on the strategy and then you get to be woo woo over there and that's just painful i've tried mm. it it doesn't work and the more that we recognize that we can bring all of us to the table i think that's the key in being successful in this new shift Absolutely. I, I've been there as well, <laughs> just as you did that, you know, when you are trying to just be completely rational and completely logical in your business, a part of you dies inside. So mm -hmm. how can you actually end up loving your own business if you're not being yourself? Like it's yeah. going to have an, have an effect on everything else that you do, how you deal with your customers, how you deal with people around you, because you are not yourself. You're frustrated. You are yeah. dead inside a little bit. Of course, it's not going to be you're not going to be a great person to be working with. Why should I pay you? When I see that, oh, Cindy's a bit of a, in a mood today, like, you know, but <laughs> if I see that, oh my God, here's this person who's completely just genuine themselves and, and, and they, they stand up to what they really believe in. And I, I get a sense of their character as well. Yeah. That's, that's the way of doing it and yeah. making connections. It's, and it's yeah. a lot easier to sell as well when you establish a genuine connection with someone. And that's something that I also like to, to, to help my clients to, to change their mindset around it. That even if you are a healer or a coach and you are selling your services, you don't have to sell in a way that is like the ABC of selling as many of us <laughs> learned it back in the day, always be closing. You will oh. always be closing if you are just being yourself. If that's yes. a simple trick, follow the strategy, know what you are doing, know why you are doing what you're doing. I think that's a lot more important yeah. and just remind yourself if this customer purchases or buys something from me, why do I want that? How am I going to create something great out of that situation? So, yeah. for example, in my case, if someone would purchase one of my programs, then I know that I'm going to make that person's life amazing because they will know how to run their business, which then means they will have a lot more customers, so a lot more healed people, a lot more coach people. So that's what helps me as well. So whatever you are doing, if you're listening, ask yourself that question that when you are selling that what is the end result if that person would purchase my service or my product what is that positive impact i'm going to have not just on their lives but on their customers and their families mm -hmm. and their communities yeah i love that that's one of the things that i like to teach is what's yeah. in it for me first mm -hmm. what's yeah. in it for them and then what's in it for the world Exactly. That's yeah. absolutely, absolutely. It. If you, I, I love that concept because you go from zoom in and then keep zooming out and yeah. it's a really good way of doing it, especially if, if someone runs their own business, because it starts with you, yeah. especially if you are a solo entrepreneur as well. And probably you see that happening a lot as well with you, with your clients that yeah. there's also a bit of a, a mindset shift happening when someone suddenly becomes a spiritual entrepreneur that they are still stuck in that employee mindset for a little yeah. while. Have you seen that happening as oh, well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that, that takes a bit of a thing. And what you are teaching, actually, I love that you're also focusing on the financial side of things because that's mm -hmm. a big scary monster out there for spiritual right? people for right. some reason. And I'm yes. so happy that you're actively out there and uh, killing that monster. <laughs> <laughs> killing the money monster. I yes. love it. Yeah. <laughs> So that leads me straight into the next question that I ask every guest. What does wealth mean to you? Wealth, that means freedom in a very simple way, because wealth has 
I love the word wealth, first of all. It's such a beautiful, beautiful word because it really describes that feeling when everything is fine, <laughs> okay? Like yeah. everything is doing well. You are healthy, that's also wealth for me. Your relationships around you are meaningful, that's also wealth for me. You have a living situation that you feel at home, that's also a wealthy situation. Plus, you don't have any financial restrictions. Yeah. So when people try to look at wealth, from a perspective that it's only just monetary and just finances, that's a big part of it, yes. Mm -hmm. But it all adds up to all these other things. And the, the, the biggest thing that helped me as well to change my own mindset uh, a few years ago is that when I realized that if you don't have financial security and financial stability, none of the other bits around wealth is going to ever work out, right? Yep. Yep. Because how can you, let's say, I don't know, you're in a loving relationship and um. You just really feel like I want to go to a concert or I want to jump on a plane and, and go and then visit a new country. If your bank account is empty, Can't go. I'm sure you're still going to find another way to do it. But wouldn't it be a lot more of, a, of an intense experience if you could share that with your loved ones or take your family somewhere that because they deserve it? So for me, wealth is definitely that kind of state when everything around you is balanced and you don't have any sort of restrictions financially, especially as well. Yeah, I love that so much. And, you know, I've spoken, I think there's this essence in the community of spirituality where, you know, I, I only need enough to get by. It's mm. selfish for me to make a lot of money. And the way I see it is that we need to make more money because yeah. we're the ones that are leading the charge in this paradigm shift. And if we don't have the money to be able to support that shift, it's going to be really hard for us. So I think mm -hmm. we all have the responsibility to up level our money mojo just a, a little bit, even just You're to get to right. a place where we're moving our money out into the world in positive ways. We're impacting the world with our money. I think that's so important. Exactly. And I think also when people understand that money has no characters or personal yeah. traits you know because I hear it's like money is evil money is bad like no, no it's what you do care. with it like if you make it evil yes then it becomes evil but then it's up to you it's just energy like everything else around you and then how you you know what sort of vibrations you assign to it then that's what happens and, and then it becomes a thing but also that one thing that I would just like to be put out there for the spiritual community specifically that if you if you didn't choose maybe this timeline specifically, but I, I do believe that probably all of us would, would agree with this or they, they had some insights on that, that you're here for a reason now on this planet, in this body. So you chose this, you chose this timeline, you chose to be here right now. Yeah. And you chose a timeline where it's a, it's a material world, right? Mm -hmm. So if you really didn't need money or finances, why would you have actually chosen this right. moment here? So yeah. That's maybe a good way for, for helping people understand as well to accept even the fact that we are in a material world. And if you don't have a roof over your head and you don't have financial stability, you're never going to be able to, to really utilize your higher purpose because you're constantly worried about what do I eat tomorrow or I can't do this, I can't do that. And you're not allowing that freedom to flow through you in a, in a way that really can manifest around you, you properly so you chose this timeline people i'm sorry right? to break this to you <laughs> you chose this timeline play in it yes <laughs> play full out i love it i love it 
So, oh my gosh, I feel like I could just talk to you forever. <laughs> Likewise. Total goosebumps on this show. I love it. Thank you for coming to be on the show. But as always, we end it with one last question. What do you dream up for the world? I wish that the world would wake up quicker. That's, that's, what I, that's what I would dream for the world. But I do feel that we're going into the right direction finally. And it's up to people like us if we are brave enough to really step our games up and drive this change forward. That's what I dream of, that all of us are coming together finally instead of fighting each other. But let's come together because we've got a big task to do right now. So, you know, like start all of those businesses, go out there and put that positive money out there into those communities because the, the world needs people like us because it's, it's really time. It's overdue. So it's now or never. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been an absolute pleasure. I loved every second of it. And I could stay here for another five hours probably and not even right. realize it. <laughs> I love it. All right. Thank you.